Around the Tree podcast. Tree. Three on the tree. Okay, let's start over. All right, one second. <laughs> you get distracted, and then you go from like talking to the microphone to talking to your phone, and like somehow you slowly drift away. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're all the way over here. He's like all an right. old person with Alzheimer's. He just wanders off. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just just hold your phone under the mic, and then you'll be you'll be set. Perfect. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Starting again. Hello and welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast, episode one, best episode to date. Uh, I'm Casey, and uh, I'm here with my two buddies, Ian and Davis. Say hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Ian. That's Davis. Yeah, that's true. Go on. Ian has that. Uh, he's the one with the sexy R&B voice. Yeah. Uh, The the Michigan version of Tone Loke. Yeah, Yeah, just makes panties fall off. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're just three buddies that uh, met on Craigslist. (laughs) Just a true story, you know. Most Craigslist interactions, I feel like, are short term. You just. uh, you do your thing, you drop your load, and then you run off. We stayed together afterwards. <laughs> so. Right. Well, well, you know, that was that was our interaction. Uh I originally met Ian because this person, uh which you'll find out through multiple podcasts, uh is a strange fella. Yet he was my boss. He was my my manager when I was just a a young up-and-coming idiot at a Buffalo Wild Wings. This person sitting next to me was my superior. So you'll find out in the long term how scary that is. Not not to be insulting. It is kind of weird to think of you as a manager. It is. Especially now. Because you seem... At, at that time, you seemed, like, older. Yeah, that I do now. Well, no, you... <laughs> You, you seemed older than me because you you were my superior. Yeah. So like you know, it wasn't a one year difference in age. It seemed like you were you know more mature, no. which I feel is a, <laughs> is a very generous term there. Uh, I don't know. It's so now now we're kind of evened out. More of a more of a brother now. More of an equal. Maybe you're just you're just slightly less uh, medicated. At the uh, time. To be clear, literally anybody can be a manager at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> All you, just, you, you, you just have to be able to count the number of wings in the basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is ex- 
That is exactly why I was never manager material. You have to be able to count to uh, to twenty at least, or at least count to ten twice, and then you can be a manager. No intervals of six. As long as you can count to six multiple times, and then keep a tally on your fingers how many times you've counted to six, you're good. I think it's really tough to be a good employee at a restaurant because working at a restaurant just made me want to ruin people's meals and stuff. Like. Right, is the worst. <laughs> it's awful. I hated it. The restaurant is working at a restaurant that serves alcohol. Oh yeah, see, I never did that. I imagine that gets way worse. It does. I assaulted a man one time. <laughs> he did. I didn't need to do it, but I. Uh, there was an assault. Pretty much assaulted a guy. It happened. I gotta imagine the worst thing when you're working in that scenario is like a rogue bachelorette party to come in and just start yeah. making that noise that they make, <laughs> that bachelorette noise, where they all put their hands up and they go, Woo! Yeah. The, the squee? Yeah, that's the, the worst noise in, in, uh, in the human lexicon. Uh, see, yeah, that was in normal places, like in a normal uh, urban setting, people would do that sort of thing at like a club. But being that we live in like rural middle of the country, people do that sort of thing at freaking Applebee's. You know, that's where people go to get to get crazy. Yeah, and that's uh, that's just not the place for it. That looks like a genie. No, just not the place for it. But, but hey, uh, uh, you know, half price you know, appetizers. I went there. Uh, what was that? Uh, maybe like two weekends ago, I went to Applebee's. First time in a very long time. And here's the reason why. Because I'd go there, and then it was a race home to see if I could I could get home so I didn't shit myself <laughs> on the way home. I mean, an absolute race. Like, you had to ask for the bill when they dropped down your food. So you could pay while you're shoveling this microwaved horse shit into your mouth and then race home as fast as you can and then just destroy everything in your path and by in your path I mean below your rectum <laughs> yeah so that, well, that's that like, pretty see there's no reason to go to Applebee's because you could just stay home you microwave some Tyson you can eat it on the toilet and just avoid <laughs> yeah. all that stress of like trying to get back Right, you know? and then you don't have to tip, which is great. But uh, so that's the reason I avoided it for so long. Um, but then I ended up going there, uh, like I said, a couple weekends ago, and it was still just absolutely horrible. And not only was it horrible, I picked uh, maybe the wrong location, and it was how do I put this nicely? Filled with trash. <laughs> trash that was sentient and had a name uh so i mean it was like one dude that his that was trying his ass off to please people that were not going to be pleased and and in the crossfire i got shitty service with even shittier food of which i i had one to two bites of of what i ordered and and who i was there with ordered some crap and had one to two bites as well and that was it we shoved everything to the edge of the table 
and called it good. We threw our hands up. We're like, this is this is too shitty to to even get through. And the manager came by and they're like, how was everything? We're like, it was crappy. And they're like, okay. And they just cleared our food and like handed us the bill. Oh. We're like, really? No, it was crappy. We're, we were serious. It's crap. It's crap microwaved food <laughs> that we waited like a half an hour for. You know what? Okay. Though you bear responsibility for that decision. You went to Applebee's. Yeah. You know, like, and see, you have to take uh, Davis's criticism with a, a grain of salt because he's also <laughs> like the most finicky eater in the world. He eats beef, potatoes, and rice, and that's it. The occasional Dorito. <laughs> I, eat, I eat chicken too, and uh, lots of bacon, and ice Plenty cream. Of pork. Tons of ice cream. Okay, if we don't stick to those, like, five essential food groups, he's out. He doesn't (laughs) like it. He's going to take a nibble and then just push it away. Right. But, I mean, again, to my defense, I I ordered something very innocuous like that. It was was basically like a – it was a wrap with chicken and cheese and, uh, I don't know, some other bullshit that you're like, I like all of these things individually. Together, they should make a savory meal. It wasn't. I don't know how they made it garbage, but they managed to just make it garbage. It was absolutely inedible. They got a gift. They should uh, hide that gift under a freaking bushel. uh, Uh, See, I distinctly remember when I was a little kid, my grandparents driving like an hour and a half to go to Applebee's. Like it was a special occasion because they'd be like, oh, those riblets, man. Those riblets are awesome. It's like – Oh, that's like, I think Slim Jim makes their riblets for them. (laughs) (laughs) The Slim Jim Corporation. That's their luxury line. Right. Speaking of which, dude, I was at Walmart the other day. Yeah, my grandparents used to do See, they got got weird tastes. Yeah, I was in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. They They weren't fortunate enough to have an Applebee's close by. But, uh, you know, they have weird tastes. They're old people. So, like, they'll find a restaurant that has terrible, like, generic food, but they give you, like, eight pounds of it in a in a giant trash can lid. And they'll drive, <laughs> like, three hours. Like, they'll make a whole weekend out of going to this dump in the middle of nowhere. Like, they used to go to this place in Durand. They would drive out. The, they'd make a big thing out of going out there to eat, like, chicken fingers at this restaurant Durand. Because really? they give you, like, a whole bag of Tyson chicken fingers. When they do I've it. never gone to Durant to buy any food. Uh, I once went there to see uh, George W. Bush give a speech off a train. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was late for work at B-Dubs when that son of a bitch came through town on the train. <laughs> I, 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 Holly and then Fenton. And that idiot made me late. <laughs> was he waving at least? Yeah, he was waving. Did he have his shirt on inside out or something? I remember my mom took a – because we were, you know, back then I thought Bush was cool. I was in like eighth grade. You know? oh. And uh, I remember my mom took a picture of me. I was holding up this like Bush sign and I had it upside down. Said, I love Bush. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said before, I knew better. Right. I knew better. But uh, – yeah, I had the bush sign upside down in the picture that she took of me. I had no idea. But I sure I blended right in with the rest of the bush voter base. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's very bush fan of you. 
to like have it <laughs> upside down and retarded. Yeah. I've grown since then. Stop judging me. <laughs> <laughs> Only marginally, but a little bit. Right. <laughs> oh, but speaking of garbage food, I was in uh, Walmart the other day, and like right next to the cash register, you know, they got this whole like trove of just trash food that people buy on their way through the line. And they had this like Jack Link's chicken jerky in like a sleeve of barbecue sauce. Oof. Yeah. What? Any That's sort dumb. of any sort of poultry that you don't have to refrigerate should just be off your dietary list. Yeah, that's that's not good at all. That it, is not good at all. It reminded me of those that Tim and Eric video where they had the the ponytails that you dip into the candy sleeve. Remember <laughs> <laughs> so you can suck on your hair? <laughs> candy tails. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, I didn't see that. It sounds disgusting. Oh, you'll get that. In, I'll I'll text that to you in after a while. Yeah, I was thinking about pumpers today. Pump, 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 pump. I'm more pump. of a tumbler myself. <laughs> pumpers better than tumblers. <laughs> oh, that's the music. I play that when I uh, get on Xbox Live. I just put that on my, my headset on my phone and play that. <laughs> <laughs> that what is my- it? Remember that one night we were playing uh, Black Ops and we were having a, a name that tune of Disney songs? Into the yeah. And people were just cussing us out. <laughs> so playing yeah. like uh, Under the Sea. There's a lot of people that, that don't handle that stuff very well. It's amazing. I most. most. Doesn't like uh, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Makes I no know. difference who you are. <laughs> oh, man. So, I was in this dealership last week, and I, I think I told you about it. It's a crazy dealership, right? It's got, uh, it's in Miami, downtown Miami. It's a whole city block, and it's multiple levels. They've got uh, the actual shop where they work on cars is on the second level of the dealership. So you drive up like this big parking ramp into the shop. And somebody had uh, somebody at the dealership had accidentally broke the active spoiler on a McLaren. Oh, I bet that's cheap. $50,000. Oh, for goodness. a spoiler. <laughs> What uh, what McLaren was it? I don't know. Is there more than one? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a couple. I, I can't honestly tell you the difference. I know there's it's, like a. It was well, the one that I looked like a, like a P1 and a a 650. It's the one that looks like a, a rocket powered butt plug. Whatever one that is, Could be any of them, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's kind of what they all look like. They all look <laughs> right. You're not similar. You're not helping. Not helping at all. But uh, speaking of uh, cars, what do you think about the 2017 Ford GT? I don't know if I've seen that. Did okay, where, where you're at? Do you have the uh, the auto show? Like, did that come through at all? Or no? I mean, it's it's big deal here in Detroit, um, but Wichita doesn't have like a stop. Kansas is not a stop for very many things. That's 
I would imagine 100% Unless it's true. it's like a, a corn train or a wagon for uh, beef cows. Cattle, right. Yeah, exactly. But no, we don't, okay. we don't have those kind of fancy things. Oh, that is sweet, though. I'm looking at it now. You should try to find like a, a rotating 360 view of it because there's like a, outside of the cockpit, it goes straight through. And it looks almost like the... The rear fenders, or like the rear wheel assembly, is almost like in its own little standalone unit. It is amazingly impressive. Oh, you're talking about like that vent right behind the door? Yeah, but it goes it goes like all the way through. Man, that is weird. Yeah, it kind of reminds me, there's, there's like a flat black one online that I'm looking at, and it kind of reminds me of the Tumblr from like the Dark Knight. Okay. It is sweet looking. But this is the one that they're putting a V6 in, right? Yeah, twin turbo V6. It's uh, north of uh, 600 horsepower. uh, There was a meme going around online when they first announced this thing. And it said, comes with a V6 because even Ford knows that it's going to get an LS swap. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be out. See, they're saying 2017, but this is going to be at... The 24 Hours of Le Mans in 2016. Like racing? Oh, yeah. I think Chip Ganassi is, uh, I think that's a livery. Dang. Jesus. Well, yeah, it is one heck of a car. And that it's is like, amazing. I'm assuming it's rear engine? Yeah. Well, <laughs> mid-engine, I think, technically. <laughs> no, they put it up front, Doc. Right in that little tiny empty space. I don't know things. <laughs> it's super wide, but the, the cockpit is like you'd be touching the person next to you. No, well, that is perfect just for uh, everyday use. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd live with it. I would say we do that. Like the old GT40 livery. That does look good. Golf. That does look very good. They came. They came out with that in the that livery in um, the production ones. They came out with back in like two thousand four, maybe. Yeah, I remember Did seeing that. Run of GTS. Yeah. You know what I got to see the other day? Um, that I not that it's anything super special, but I've never seen one before. Was you know how BMW's got two electric cars now? Um, the i six. Well, they got this little one that's like a little. It looks like a dingleberry. And then okay. they got this other one that's kind of a sporty little coupe. And it has those same sort of louvers on it where, like, right behind the door, it's like a weird all-the-way-through passageway. It's, it's a really cool-looking car. It's like 120 or 30 grand or some crazy thing. I forget what it was. But it was a really nice-looking car. This BMW I, store is. has a three-story workshop. <laughs> they see 6,200 cars a month in this place. But that's the one. They've got like BMW, Cadillac, uh, Rolls-Royce, Bentley. That That's the store that had the Bugattis all sitting there. Have you seen the rendering for the new Corvette? A new the Corvette? Mid-engine, mid-engine Corvette. No. Possibly going to a mid-engine model. They just came out with the other one. Yeah. 
but they're looking at it looks like a Ferrari. It does. It looks like a Ferrari. Um, this, like the the rear of the door, is one hundred percent Nissan GTR. Taillights, one hundred percent GTR. Exhaust, one hundred percent GTR. That's why I'm trying to trying to load up one here. So I think there's a lot of a lot of styling cues that have been taken from it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm seeing the same one that you guys are looking at. I just Google image searched new Corvette pictures. <laughs> Do the Zora, Z-O-R-A. Hang on, hang on. Z-O-R-A. Yep. Yeah. Zora Corvette. Oh yep. yeah, here we go. Twenty seventeen. Huh. Yeah, it, it definitely good. does have some like GTR styling to it. It's got. I see. I was thinking more uh, four five eight Ferrari. That right yeah, there. Yeah, of that too. The it's all the right. slope in the the back definitely lends itself to Ferrari but as far as like where they where they made these cuts like that right there in the in the rear of the window that's 100% the same angle as that right there it's pretty goddamn close um like i said the the tail lights along with the exhaust we have the tail lights the exhaust i mean fucking impala's doing that so that's kind of Kind of a no-brainer. Now, now they have those weird protruding taillights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I I like it. I think the I think the new Corvette will be nice. I still like a GTR. So did you guys hear about this uh, Mars mission that they're working on? How they're doing the like headline. this uh, isolation experiment? Yeah, in Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did so, hear about that. They're, uh, they've got like a dome that they're going to put these people in. There's six people going to be in this dome for a year. And they can really only go outside if they're in a spacesuit, you know, trying to simulate what it would be like on Mars. And uh, I hope Polly Shore is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it just makes me think of uh, Rocket Man. Did you ever watch that when you were a kid? Wait, the one with, uh, uh, is it Harlan Williams? Yeah, where yeah. the monkey steals his uh, his sleep chamber, and yeah. he's just, like, running around in the ship going crazy for, like, eight months or whatever while they fly to Mars, just painting uh-huh. pictures with their uh, toothpaste food. I've seen that movie, like, 500 <laughs> times. I know, I watched it recently. It still holds it's, up. That's honestly not coming to me. I don't remember that at all. Well, there you go. You got homework for the next one. Yeah. (laughs) But this dome, okay, is, it's 36 feet in diameter and 20 feet tall. So that means that six people are going to live for a year in a thousand square feet of space. So Uh. when they do eventually go up there and crack this thing open, there's just going to be one guy sitting in a pile pile of blood and, and limbs. Yeah, an excrement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, an excrement. I wonder if they bothered to put in plumbing or if they're like, eh, it's not real, just go outside. And how are they, where are they doing it? They're doing it in Hawaii, but they're doing it underground? No, it's on uh, the slope of some giant volcano on the big island. Oh. Which, huh. it's, it's a weird place. 
It's a giant waste of money. It's, in when terms are we ever of, sending uh, people to Mars and why? I guess I, just to do it. They're going to like, they're going to cut back on uh, bombs and send somebody to Mars yeah, right. instead. No, they're not. I don't think we've ever cut back on bombs. Never. No, uh, that'd, be, that'd be silly. But what was interesting was this volcano that they're, that they're sitting on is, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Mauna Loa, right? And uh, so I was looking at this Wikipedia article on Mauna Loa, and apparently this thing doesn't erupt very often, and it's kind of like a non-explosive eruption when it does. But it erupted like four weeks after Pearl Harbor. <laughs> And so, like, we had a mandatory blackout on the Hawaiian Islands after dark, after Pearl Harbor, so that, you know, any enemy planes coming in couldn't see anything to bomb. But this volcano, like, lit the whole place up. So they, they made, like, a media gag order and stuff that they couldn't talk about the, the eruption because they didn't want the Japanese to know that if they came over here at night, they could see everything. And then they even tried to drop bombs on the lava flow to, like, shut the volcano up. <laughs> and it would be dark oh, again. Brilliant solution. <coughs> Fighting fire with fire, man. It makes sense. That's the American way. You can always, you can like, always fix a problem with a bomb. We just bomb problems away. <laughs> we just bomb problems until new problems come out of them. Right. <laughs> Which is uh, frequent. Very, very frequent. Yeah, it does seem that way. But I think we should just bomb Mars. <laughs> we're having problems getting there just bomb it yeah. let's bomb it closer bomb Mars <laughs> the moon we're going to bomb it so hard it adjusts its orbit and it just moves closer to us in girls water it'll just be moon too <laughs> that'll go over very well I'm super excited for that super super excited for that yeah I can't imagine being stuck in a dome, you know, in a thousand square feet with six people. Because I lived in an apartment in college that was, I think, twelve hundred square feet with four guys. And dude, the just the smell alone was just vile. <laughs> That's just like, I imagine what a prison smells like. Yeah, I I lived in an apartment one time, and uh, my roommate. Decided that she was going to, her mom had no place to stay, so her mom was going to move in. And her mom brought with her 33 cats. 33? <laughs> 33 cats. Like you did a physical inventory and there was 33? There were a ton of cats I couldn't count. She said there were 33. And she and, lied. And I you know she lied. It was at least 33 cats. Nobody and who has like, 33 cats one, is actually telling you the real number. Day one, straight piss. <laughs> Whole place would just piss. This like and, I like uh, cats. Later, I, I like cats, but anything in large numbers is gross. Uh, yeah, yeah. This woman had a problem. That's that's a fair assessment. A deep problem with thirty three cats. It was terrible. So I moved out. Well, my Quick. Room, my roommate uh, had snakes. And they they escaped a lot. <laughs> what like, kind of snakes? Uh, Two? Was it pythons? <laughs> yeah, ball pythons and Burmese pythons. Tube snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Tube snakes. We always knew where to find that, though. Just turn around. Right. They just <laughs> they slept in your bed. 
just bend over, and there it was. <laughs> but uh, so for a while, he had these snakes, and they kept getting out. And he was like always trying to think of a way to save money on everything, like always, all the time, you know. So he decided for a while he's going to breed his own rats because that would save him on food costs feeding the snakes. So for a while we had a rat farm growing in his closet. And if you think cats in large numbers smell bad, rats in small numbers smell worse. Yeah. Dude, ferrets in one number. Yeah. <laughs> 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 know ferrets. Ferrets kind of have like that, uh, you know, suitcase after summer camp smell to them. Yeah. Like and just they say you descent musty feet. The only way to descent them is to shoot them and bury them. <laughs> Yeah, nobody, like, every mammal from that family, people make clothing out of, you know, like minks and foxes and stuff like that. Nobody makes ferret coats. No. Because nobody wants to smell like uh, old banana peels. (laughs) (laughs) Chinchilla, yeah. Ferret, no. Chills are cool. Actually, I don't know if they're cool or not. They're just cute. Oh, but so rats, right? We had, he had, I think, five or six female rats. And then we just had one, one bull rat, right? One male that was the, uh, the humper. Mr. Lucky, his, go on. Yeah, that was his only job. His name was Rod Jeremy. Of course. <laughs> and, dude, that guy just power thrust, man. He'd grab a hold of one of those things, and they'd start squeaking just, yeah, 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 and he'd just, just rapid succession. So that's what you learned in college. Yeah. Excellent. So during the whole time that he had the rats going, only one of them managed to have uh, babies, and the other ones ate some of the babies. And then by the time it was all said and done, only one of them actually made it to a size big enough to feed it to a snake. And uh, one of the snakes ended up getting loose while I was playing Xbox, and strangled Rod Jeremy. <laughs> I just hear this like giant commotion, like like there's just somebody like ransacking his closet, and I look in there, and there's one of those snakes, and he's just just squeezing Rod Jeremy till his eyes pop out. You know, <laughs> it was awful. Oh uh, boy, that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't own snakes and rats. Yeah, yeah. the guy that lived in the living room. Because we had three bedrooms. We had a guy in each bedroom, and then we had a dude that lived in the living room. He Did had the guy a, in the living room have a reduced rate? Uh, I don't. I can't remember if he actually paid anything to live there. I think he did. I think he paid some utilities or something. Okay, just curious. Go on. But yeah, he like slept on the floor in the living room. But uh, he had a pet rat that was. Wait like, a minute. This was a non-breeder. Wait a minute. You guys didn't even give him a couch. Not the, even a futon? We, the couch that we had was like out of an old doctor's office, so it was better to sleep on the floor. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Carry on with your story. The The Vegabond had a pet rat. Yeah, and uh, his pet rat grew like a tumor the size of like a nickel on the side of his head. <laughs> I vowed when I, when I moved out of there, I vowed that I was never living with anybody ever again because <laughs> it was just... It was just ridiculous. Do you talk to any of those people anymore? I talked to the guy that had the rat farm. 
The rest of them, I don't, I don't think I've talked to them in a while. I don't know if they're still uh, alive. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Continually making poor decisions. Despicable. <laughs> no, they were all cool guys. One guy wasn't very cool. He was kind of a jerk, but <laughs> I don't know. He might be dead by now. Might be. You know, I don't think uh, outside of the occasional girlfriend, uh, I don't think I've ever like really lived with anybody. At all except for uh, Nick, the old drummer. I lived with him, and that was uh, that was a very interesting experience. Oh, that guy's weird. Because that that would be he would be a perfect candidate for someone that would own like a rat farm. Or serial kill. Or serial kill. <laughs> Methodically kill people. It, it seems like he could. And that was really the only experience. But being that he was such a, uh, such a closed off person, it was basically, basically like living alone. There was just the occasional, oh, hey, you're, you're here. That's right. You live here. Oh, yeah. Well, that was it. I've had the opposite roommate had the roommate that wouldn't wouldn't go to bed oh until i went to bed i remember him for some odd reason what we just fall asleep on the couch did he make you uh call and check in during the day so he knew you were safe close <laughs> it was it was weird he you know you guys had like a mac and dennis thing going out. he would not go to bed until he, the same thing would happen before he's my roommate. He'd come over and hang out, and he would just pass out on my couch. And I'd be like, "Dude, you gotta go home. Please leave." You know when when Casey said call and check in, my brain immediately went to, "I, I could see that." Yeah, I could see yeah. like you know maybe maybe not specifically, but you know there'd be like a midday text. He's, he's like, strange. "Hey man, what's up?" Yeah, like I'm just working. You guys had like the, a Mac and Dennis thing going on. Yeah. Don't eat the apple peel. I didn't like that. I didn't <laughs> want that. <laughs> hey, job of the hut for a roommate. Yeah, yeah. He was a big motherfucker. Uh, now, now slightly things. smaller. Yeah. Due, yeah. <laughs> due to gangrenous conditions. <laughs> what? <laughs> but he had to have some uh, some he's limbs a, removed. He's, he's light on a toe. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a strategic weight loss. Uh I know it might be a foot. Yeah. Is that it's like a, a diabetes related amputation or what? Yes. He's got the beats. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt in Tennessee used to have diabetes and she called it the sugars. Oh yeah. my god. Like, I got the sugars. <laughs> That does sound like a very southern term, which I can only imagine, uh, you know, was a systemic that started in the southern U.S. I can't imagine there's a whole lot of people in Maine that suffered from diabetes well before Alabama and Georgia were just riddled with it. It's because they don't have fucking sweet tea enemas every day. (laughs) (laughs) If you dip this tampon in sweet tea and then just shove it up your rectum, you know, it goes straight into your bloodstream. You get the effects. Uh, <laughs> that works yeah, with Monster. 
sugar down there. Does I can't. It? I can't believe I don't have diabetes. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. I don't know how you tell if you have it, but whatever it is, I'm not doing it. I just don't want to know. Uh, taste your urine. <laughs> is that how you tell? I shit you not. That's how doctors used to diagnose it, is tasting urine. I think that was just a fetish thing that they passed off as like, oh, time for your diabetes test. Uh, Sit there and pee on me, please. That that could be. That was pre-Craigslist, man. They had to do something. (laughs) Yeah, you had to go to school for eight years yeah, you to get to, peed on properly. You went to great lengths <laughs> to find to get somebody to pee on you. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm very, very, very positive that it was uh it was done by tasting pee. And I want to say, and I'm I'm not being uh funny or anything here, I think that that practice had just died off within our lifetimes. No way. Yeah. Doctors are drinking piss. Not, I mean, obviously, <laughs> they're not doing shots of it. Be like, dude, I don't know. Better serve me up another one. Give me some of the good shit on the bottom. Yeah. No. I think <laughs> it was just like a little a little sample. And, and you know, as a doctor, you're trained to, to analyze it. And if it had like that, that sweetness to it, that was your body not, oh, not getting it passed. So, How many opinions do you have to get on that to diagnosis? Can I'd be like, get, if a young doctor told me that, I'd be like, you know what? You don't have a refined enough palate. I'm getting a second opinion. I just piss on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw the rest right in his face. <laughs> Fuck you. I'd make him use that Steve Brule uh, sample machine. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off him dry. <laughs> oh, man. I was ruined. You ruined me when you sent me that video of Steve Brule. Changing the guy's diaper. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I just showed that to somebody the other day. That's not the video you want to start off somebody who's never seen uh, Dr. Steve before. No. Like, you go you go light, and then you work your way into changing people's diapers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of ailments, Chubbs, I hear you're dealing with a rash right now. Yeah, I got a bit of a rash. <laughs> it's somewhat contained. It's just on my wrist. <laughs> How poison ivy? Yeah, I don't know. It could be poison ivy. It could just be from sleeping with my hand between my thighs. <laughs> just, get, just get super sweaty and moist in there. I wake up with like uh, prune fingers, like fresh out of the tub. Is it? Uh, is it outside of the wrist or inside of the wrist? What are you talking about? Like, is it is it on the inside of your wrist? Like, the palm is facing you? Oh, yeah, or... yeah. It's, it's inside. But it's just one little spot. So I don't know if I just got, like, a random wrist pimple, and I just need to pop that sucker or what. So is it just one dot, and you're calling it a rash? Yeah. It's just a dot? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Taste your it's one of those rats. Uh, one of those rashes caused by bugs when they bite you. <laughs> yeah, mosquito bite it, rash. It's probably the beats, man. You should probably probably piss in your mouth so you can you can get your life figured out. Whatever. I don't want to get too serious about it. I'm gonna call in sick tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I need a uh, day of recovery. Right. 
Right. I wish I could do the same. I I had the high expectations of of working from home tomorrow, but I just don't think that's going to happen, which is probably good. Cuz historically I don't get shit done when I work from home. Well, no, that's not true. I I get edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Take 2. No, I get I get a good amount done, but it just it's like I'm in a weird fog when I work from home. And, and a lot of it's like, I don't know, me just being in my own surroundings. So like, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. So I, I wander into the kitchen and start making some food and I'm still working. You know, I'm still like over looking at my computer, checking stuff, doing stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I have to, you know, go flip a hamburger. So I run back and I'm doing this and then like I eat and I'm kind of like spaced out and the dog's like, hey, I want some bullshit too. And so I, I love working at home because I'm home, but it's a, uh, I, I almost don't like it for the same reason. And it's, it's not endless distractions. Yeah. Well, the distraction is a big part. And then like come five Oh one, I'm like, uh, this doesn't feel any different. You know, I'm not getting like that, that great feeling of not having to be at work anymore. Yeah. Which, I can uh, see that. It kind of ruins your house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird. Like I, I, I like it and hate it at the same time. See, I'm rarely in my office, you know, like most of the time I'm traveling and riding with people and stuff like that. But like when I am in my office, if I don't have a very specific thing to do, I don't get anything done. I just internet super hard. (laughs) <laughs> and see it used to be okay because i was like in this dark corner of the building like way up in the top floor of you know nobody came towards my office so it was fine but they just moved me like down onto the main floor i'm like right like everybody is gonna walk past my office and just see me like flicking paper clips around and stuff like that <laughs> all right is your is your back towards the door no i'm facing the door Okay, that's good. So at least when you're watching porn at work, you know you can you can have like that few seconds to turn it off before someone makes it around behind you and sees what you're doing. Just hammer that's it. Good. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> What's that hammer for? I'm, I'm hang, hanging a picture. Yeah, <laughs> hanging it right on this fucking monitor. Bang. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand up. You would have to be <laughs> bold to watch porn at work. Yeah. Unless uh, you're Ian. I'm sure Ian watches like a, porn at work all the you'd, time. You'd have to be a government employee to get away get away with that. Government or uh, like GM. Yeah. GM Ford employee. I imagine there's a lot of smut being peddled around. What was it? There was the, a, uh, a couple of years ago there was a big controversy because they uh, – what was it? IRS employees? They were talking about like the massive amount of porn that was – watched on their their home office their time <laughs> yeah basically uh i don't remember that but it sounds pretty all right i remember that i remember that news it lasted about 10 minutes and everybody was like whatever yeah, yeah. i do nobody wanted, nobody wanted somebody to check their computer so they didn't make a fuss about it right <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, a church accusation like, yeah. like so and so watch porn. Like, well, that's bad. Let's not talk about it anymore. 
Dude, Glad that's over with. Next subject. Never a good story about the IRS. Like every time there's a story about the, it's like the TSA. Like every time there's a story about the TSA, it's bad news. Oh They're yeah, like, did you? Oh, they caught a terrorist. No, it's always like, oh, they've been looking at, they've been jacking off to uh, these weird <laughs> black and white X-ray pictures of you. Have they ever caught one terrorist? No, they've let two oh. go. <laughs> yeah. They're over there was two. like a, there was like a month ago, or maybe maybe upwards of two months ago, they just released that study that said that the 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 TSA uh, successfully, um, I guess what's the word I'm looking thwarted? for? Maybe. Not thwarted, but like they they had the the fortitude to find like these planted explosives. Now this was a this was like an independent company that you know maybe put like a little something in a suitcase. They knew very well that they're going to go through the TSA. They're going to be screened, and they did this to test how effective the TSA was. Oh, I remember this. Right, the TSA successfully stopped, and I'm I'm using that very loosely. Stopped with air quotes. Five percent. <laughs> well, there was five. That- Percent. There was that independent journalist like last year who he snuck. Remember, he made he posted pictures of himself like sneaking through knives and all sorts of stuff through their their screening process. They uh, the only thing the only people that ever say anything good about them or their record is them. Yeah, but it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a you know weight loss company talking about the results that they've had. Like very skewed in their favor, right? Right. It's like that's like Trim Spot telling you about how good they did with Anna Nicole Smith. I just saw an interview. <laughs> I love I love seeing those like the before and after pictures because they're always pale on the before and they're always tan <laughs> on the after, and yeah. they always stand different. Yeah, like they just slouch over and push a gun out like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like a baby trying to crap its pants. <laughs> I know, and then in the after picture, they're like sucking it in and pushing their chest like, out. And, right, like, standing all proud. Like, <laughs> just did like 100 push-ups just so they're all, they're all swole. Yeah, uh, up. I may not have lost weight, but I gained self-esteem. Right. I was just, uh, every. it seems like, it must be on Fox Sports 1 before the races. It's always like, uh, what's that uh, Chuck Norris exercise machine? Total gym? Yeah. Dude, I, I can't help but think that's just bullshit. Is Suzanne Summers still on there? Christy Brinkley. Oh, Suzanne Summers must have dried up and died. Oh, she did the uh, she did the thigh she master. Poured salt on her. <laughs> Kill that slug. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good work. Yeah, man, she was like the face of that whole thing for a long time. It was her and Chuck. But uh, well, there's no way that thing does what they claim. 
There's just, a, just a bodybuilder on there, super jacked, and he got that way from just total gym. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, but you know what? He does it facing down. He does it facing up. Yeah. He does it, you know. Does like, it facing steroids in an actual gym? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's like when you see those pictures of bodybuilders from other com- countries like Russia, and it's very obviously that, obvious that they've like basically put breast, plant, breast implants in their arms. Oh, like yeah. Got, like those big water bottles on their uh, freaking arms. <laughs> those are great. I, I wish that trend really would have picked up. Because I think a lot of that was absolutely hilarious. Like they just put like the pretty much a baseball in there. Like, hey, this is very natural. This is exactly how my bicep, uh, you know, metabolized. No, it's not. No, there's no fucking way it is. I want to get and those, but around my neck. Just get like <laughs> a, a sweet box turtle sort of look going on. <laughs> oh. The the super uh, what are those V's? The traps? Is that the ones above your shoulder? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have like these the mega triangle traps that just connect like your ears to your shoulder. <laughs> it's only That'd good if awesome. like you shave your head and the back of your head and neck looks like a pack of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good look. You should do that. It would fit your uh, your mo of uh, hot dog love. Yeah, I ate hot dogs today. No way. Yeah. Did you even warm them up? I cooked them <laughs> over a fire. Did you eat them in a bun? No, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did I, I chew them? I, I no. I eat a hot dog like that. I didn't chew them either. I just ate them like a pelican. It has just, to be in a bun because I had to hide. A hot dog for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to take flack for this, but hot dogs are delicious. You guys can screw yourselves. Hebrew I, nationals are delicious. Yeah, I think so. Hebrew nationals? Yeah. Uh, Ian uh, showed me the way of the Hebrew national, and it is a delicious dog. I've never had a Jew dog. Oh, man. You definitely need to. <laughs> I like the skunky ones. I like their, you know, they basically don't even have a label on them. They're so generic and they're kind of pale. They're kind of preserved in some sort of weird gelatin. Gray. All right. Gray dogs. Like those ones that come out of the can. <laughs> they look like a shock or like a revolver cylinder of, of wieners. The ones that look like uh, they were packaged in 1945 because they were. <laughs> <laughs> that's my my alex jones emergency food storage man yeah got just canned meat and corn yeah don't forget corn like, uh, that's mustard <laughs> <laughs> like sling blade I eat some powdered meat and some crackers oh. put some mustard on it <laughs> I remember watching that movie and I'm hating it. It's so good. How do you hate that movie? I don't know. I didn't like it. Yo, I don't any baskets in there. Yeah, I would like it. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's odd. It's out was, there. Uh, the Three's Company dude was in that. Oh, yeah, was yeah. It? Ritter? John Ritter? Yeah, John, John Ritter. Ritter. I've seen his balls. 
Yeah, everyone has. <laughs> Look like uh, chewing gum on the bottom of a baseball park stool. Didn't they? They aired on an episode, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah. Couch or something? They showed his balls. Yeah. <laughs> Seth, that's what happens when you wear short shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't like shorts. a whole epidemic of like NBA players in the like the 60s yeah. and 70s. Well, with like their balls hanging out of the bottom because, because they were so short. Because they probably wore underwear. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Jared probably wasn't wearing underwear. Yeah, he had like a bad it's grandpa thing going on. Thing. <laughs> so our friend. Uh, his life's taken a dark turn lately. First, he installed a bidet on his toilet, which is just horrible to think about. And now he's wearing kilts, so I guess he can air dry after the fact. Oh, right. He's just uh, trying to optimize or streamline his life, at least yes. in the the number two region. He can just shit without having to undo anything, spray himself off, and then just run back into doing nothing. That's like maxed out hipster. So what if so what if you're at his house, you're barbecuing, he leaves for a second in his kilt, comes back, he's standing there talking to you, and you just see drips coming out of his shorts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, he's got I take, his I take the antenna off of my truck and I just start whipping his balls. <laughs> He'd have like uh, wet tube socks. <laughs> just on the inside i can't imagine that a bidet is that great because it's kind of like you know when you go to the you go to like one of those cheap car washes and somebody took their their mud truck through there you know and there's just there's just splatters everywhere there's big chunks of mud sitting on the grate like that's how it would be for me i feel like like more harm than good uh you know, I think maybe that's something you should you should at least dabble in, Chubbs. Because historically, your cleanup process is, uh, <laughs> leaves, leaves a little bit to be desired. What do you mean? You go uh, through about eight trees a year. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I get, like, it, I get at least like four folds out of every section of toilet paper. I'm very efficient. Okay, but you're still going back to front. Yeah. Oh. Dude, yeah, I remember that. My arms are too freaking short to go the other way. <laughs> right. And your ass is way too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's uh let's not mince words here. What's the real issue? <laughs> yeah. Unfixable. You can take that complaint straight to God. So you need to be dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what's really bad now is like this old house that we're living in has like some ancient septic system, so you have to use very specifically crappy toilet paper if you want to make sure that it's all going to flush correctly. Because we bought good toilet paper at first, and the dude had to come out and like snake the thing from the other end, like Ooh. through the septic tank. <laughs> and so was it coming out of your drain? Like it just oh pushed a turd and like a giant pile of toilet paper out. And you're like, oh, I remember that. I just looked down and saw fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is invasive. Oh. oh, we need to move on. No, the dude had like a really, uh, 
a guy with him that was kind of uh, slow. So I imagine he was the one in there spelunking in my uh, septic tank. <laughs> he was he was the pusher. Yeah. Uh, he just, I could just see him in there fisting my pipe. But yeah, so bottom line is I have to use this horrible toilet paper. Like, you splash water on this stuff, it dissolves instantly. It's like paper mache. And so uh, for being so thin, it's remarkably rough. <laughs> so, so, so put a bidet in. Yeah, get a bidet, dog. I'm not putting a bidet in their toilet. I'm putting one in my new one when I get my new house. So make the new one if so I, dry. If I do it. Let's not just jump to conclusions and say I'm getting a bidet. I'm not, I'm not comfortable with the idea yet. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, that reminds me, like, have you have you been to like a public restroom where they have those Dyson Airblade hand dryers? Yeah, the ones that you put your hands down in. Yeah, like you, it's you put your hands down in it. Uh, there is a funny video floating around the interwebs of someone using that as a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, holy shit, this thing's just blowing my piss all over. <laughs> it's the worst urinal ever. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is the best thing I've ever seen. They have to know putting that in that that sort of thing is going to happen. <laughs> oh, some, yeah. Uh, some curious kid is going to drop a dump in there. <laughs> yeah, they want to see if it'll just shear it in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like... Uh... One of those freaking rotary like wood lathes, just gonna slowly, slowly chisel it off into like a little table leg. <laughs> oh man, so that that would be great. Yeah, see, I wonder. You... I think that's probably why we don't see more of those. Is because week one they were installed all over the U.S. Uh, and then week two, they were all uninstalled all over the U.S., <laughs> all being covered in, like, finely chopped shit and urine. <laughs> like like a sliced carrot. It's just a air-powered turd vulture. <laughs> Dude, I like the other ones. What's the, what's the other one that shoots it super fast at your hands? Uh, I don't know. The, the, oh, the, the air blade, you got to put your hand in it, and you're touching the edges. Yeah, no. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the the accelerator. You know what I'm talking? Oh, the accelerator. Yeah, I like that one because you can make sweet fart noises with your hands (laughs) while you're drying them. Vintage, um, rotating dirty cloth. (laughs) Yeah, the 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 one that just it it not only doesn't dry your hands, but it makes them smell like mildew. Yeah. yeah. Makes it smell like somebody else's hands. Makes it smell like hepatitis. <laughs> There's still like a very large number of dealerships that I go into that still have that like rotating towel system. It's disgusting. You can see stains from the last eight people who used it on there and you're trying to find like like three square inches of clean dry space to like you know, at least get the fingers that you might put in your mouth at some point. I think it's uh, more than eight people. I think those are stains from the 1980s. 
I just assumed that somebody came it's around and replaced that once in a while, but you may be I right. I don't think they exist anymore. I don't think those companies exist. No, they're, they're grandfathered into poor hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can, I'm going to have hepatitis because that's what's at the dealership. I'm a big fan of just using my shirt and pants to dry my hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what all of those systems have in common? Also they don't dry your hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you have wet hands no matter which one you use. Right. And then you got to touch a door handle on the way out. Because almost every time you push the door to go in, and you got to pull the goddamn door to get out. See, I don't worry about stuff like that. Oh, this guy does. And, and it drives me crazy. It's, it's made me at least uh, think about it every time now. So, like, if I'm, if I'm drying my hands off, yes, I will take the paper towel and use it to open the door. But there are those uh, new places that have the, the little, like, arm cuff so that you don't actually have to use your hand. You can just cuff your arm in there and pull back. And there's even some with this giant uh, metal dildo. Use your foot. Well, uh, maybe. No, uh, the, the dildo I'm thinking of is a little bit higher. It's, it's the same thing as the arm cuff, but as opposed to it being like this like semi-circle where you'd, where you'd put your arm in, it's just a dildo sticking out so that you can just wrap your arm around it and pull back. See, and, even, even that is not completely safe, though, because back to front people like me... <laughs> you give shit up your elbow. <laughs> no, you're you're at least rubbing your balls in your taint with your forearm. Oh my god! So it's on you no matter what. Stop worrying about it. It strengthens your immune system. Right. It's like, like uh, it's like eating your boogers. Some places have the, the foot thing. You can grab it with your foot and just open the door. I'm huh. not touching that shit with my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't wash their hands. You're so prissy. Yeah. You can call it, man, if I don't like to touch other people's shit. <laughs> uh, oh, it's just a bit of poo. Right. Uh, and on that note, I think we should probably wrap this up. But uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to have more episodes coming out soon, unless, unless we don't. So stay tuned. We'll keep you updated on Facebook and uh, Ian on Twitter because he's a cretin. Yeah. Don't do Facebook. Don't do Facebook. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good one.